0: Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast Coming to you from the Playdraft Studios With your hosts, Mike Wright, Ben Cummins, and Chris Meany. Welcome to the podcast, the Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast. This is the place, the home, the only situation you will find DFS for the rest of us because we're breaking it down. We are making it as easy as possible for you to jump in those FanDuel lobbies, those Draft King websites. It's really only one, but I couldn't think of a better word than <laughs> pluralizing website Uh, but we're giving you that confidence, you know, jump in there, take it down, jump in some cash games, jump into a tournament or two and feel good about the lineups and take home a little bit of that quiche over the weekend. I am your host, Mike, the fantasy Hitman. right? I am joined as always because he's not taking any weeks off these, uh, this past month. Unlike someone else on the podcast, uh, Chris Meany from the Fantasy Sports Network. You find him on Twitter at Chris Meany. Chris, how are you this fine day?
1: Doing good. Yeah, we got the the third member back, so pretty fired up. You know, you know, no McCaffrey talk this week. Unfortunately, oh. he's he's got a bye week. Well, Ben, it sounds like at least
0: one of us is glad that you're back on the podcast. Ben <laughs> Cummins, you find him on Twitter at Ben Cummins FF. How are you? How was the wedding,
2: my friend? How was it? The wedding was fantastic. It was That's it was great. very very nice. And, you know, you just ruined my introduction by asking a specific question because guess who's back, 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 back again, (laughs) again, again. Benny's back, back, back. Oh, you're taking this all the way to the end. There's been a
0: lot of Eminem references this year on this podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You better take it easy. We we got some one stars, one star reviews on iTunes from that, Ben. (laughs) Whoopsies. From From a ridiculous joke. Speaking of iTunes, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoy the show, if we're helping you out, please. Jump onto the Apple Podcast, leave us that five-star review. They really do help the show out, so if you have the time to leave a review somewhere, we thank you so much for that. If you never joined us, this is how the show works. We give you some picks that we like as foundational guys for your cash game lineups. Then we jump into some tournament plays that we think are good to to, uh, build the foundation of your lineup upon. Then we give you our favorite stack of the week, and then the three of us go at it. We also we all submit yeah, yeah. Our, our favorite lineup. We use the DraftKings scoring system. And there, of course, the, uh, the salaries from DraftKings as well. But that's how the show works. Are you guys ready to get into those cash game picks? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Straight cash, homie. Now, if you've listened to the show, you, you know that I love it when my uh, compadres on here hit you with a high and a low. We're going, uh, we're going a bit on the higher end over here and we're actually staying in the same game. So this, I wish I had a boxing bell to sound the alarm. This is a head to head showdown that you are convincing not only me, but you are convincing America, nay, the world, which quarterback in this matchup that we need to go with Chris media. I'm going to let you start first. Because you show up for every show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And and like Brady, he shows up for mostly every single game. You are a professional, The best ability
2: is availability.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's the highest total of the week. We know all about the Raiders' defense. Brady leads the league in passing yards. And according to Football Outsiders, the worst pass DVOA defense in the league. And look, Jay Cutler, how good has Jay Cutler been this year? Not very good, but he threw for over 300 yards and had three touchdowns the last time we saw Oakland play. Tom Brady in New England, they've been practicing all week with the high altitude. It's, this is going to be no problem for them, and they'll get Oakland defenders moving. Because left, it, right, for those all who, all who do not the know, the
0: game is in Mexico City.
1: That's right, and it's funny how the schedule's worked out, right? I mean, they played in Denver. They stay and play at the Air Force facility all week. They're they're used to the, the high sea level, and they're going to go there, and I think they'll be able to put up a lot of points on this Raiders defense. Pain I up
0: have Brady. a question for you, Chris Meaney. Are yeah. Are you worried – about the lasers, the green lasers from the, the <laughs> crowd. I
1: forgot about those lasers. Oh, I oh yeah, it. you did
0: not take into account. I mean, I've got the over-under set at least four. See, four the times.
1: lasers are going to be pointed at Derek Carr. you oh. know the Patriots always get the best of their opponents. However, no, they, I, d-
0: I don't know. They're, they, they're a Raider crew down there <laughs> you're right, in Mexico right. City. I thought you were going to go with the only lasers that it will be happening it will oh, be Tom Brady laser strikes you, down the field to yeah. Brandon Cooks. Ooh. I th- I thought you were a professional, Chris. I meaty. dropped I'm, the ball on that. I've revoked your professional status, <laughs> and I will move over to Ben Cummins. All right, you give your uh, give everything you got behind your candidate.
2: Yeah, so um, I'm just <laughs> – I know you're going to love this. I'm just going to go ahead <laughs> and take the TKO right away because I agree <laughs> Wait, with you're, my – Oh, compadre you're, okay. Chris Meany that Tom defeat. Brady... Yes, I am, because I 100% agree that Tom Brady is the number one play. Meany just got to the dock before me. However, there are a lot of things to like about Car 2. Like you said, we're staying in the same game. And, guys... This over/under just continues to climb every chance you get to look at it. It was at 52, then 53, 53 and a half. It's all the way up to 55 now. And just like Brady has a phenomenal matchup, so does Derek Carr. The Patriots rank fourth worst in pass DVOA. They've given up the most passing yards per game in the entire league. And we talked about it. Volume isn't something that. You know, we always look at at the quarterback position, but I think this is an instance where it can be a favorable aspect because of how amazing the matchup is and the weapons that Derek Carr has. The Raiders are have the fifth highest pass to run ratio at 1.62 so far this season, which just means they've been a pass happy team, and we should expect that to continue. Marshawn Lynch probably do some things in this game, but this offense runs through Derek Carr and those wide receivers, and in a game. With a extremely high over under where we expect points to be scored on both sides of the ball, Derek Carr you can get cheaper than Tom Brady, which will free up a little bit of salary cap space so you can go get some other studs.
0: Chris Many, I'm going to put you on the spot and text your abil- or test your ability as that expert. If you are going to uh, kind of dive into the dumpster into those value plays at the quarterback because these are these are two very right. high priced quarterback who would who are you leaning on at the lower price this week?
1: Well, I'll go right out and say it right now: it's Eli Manning. Eli okay, Man- Eli Manning to me on uh, DraftKings, especially at fifty-seven hundred dollars. To get into it a little bit more with, with these Chiefs, but I'm just, I just don't like this defense. And there's two guys in Sterling Shepherd who's been productive since he returned from an injury, and Evan Ingram who's scored a touchdown in almost like every single game. If you look at the game logs, five on the season uh, and four in a row. So for me, it's just I think you can save a little bit of dough with Eli Manning if you don't want to spend up at the cast position and. You know, inside the article, I mean the, the ultimate pass, there's a few quarterbacks if you're looking to save some money in there.
0: Sure. We're gonna move it over to the running back position. Uh I'm not sure how you can build a lineup without this guy in there, even though his he's up there in terms of running back price and Chris Meany. You yeah. gotta talk about the dream that is yeah. <laughs> Kareem Hunt against the New York. Kareem Giants. the dream. Kareem States. the dream. Yeah.
1: Crispy Kareem, whatever you want to go, yeah, wherever whatever, you <laughs> whatever food I, reference you want. Absolutely, you're right. He's been pretty quiet lately, and you know what? He, you know, if you look at him in college, he didn't play a top, a lot of top schools, and maybe he's, maybe perhaps he is a little bit bagged and tired. But the week off, and this matchup here against the Giants, this it, it, is a good spot for him to get back on track. And you look at the Giants, this as a team, you know, the second most yards allowed per game, the second most rushing yards allowed per game out of all the teams are going DVOA defense, which we reference a lot here from football outside as the Giants is the sixth worst rush defense in the league. And last week, if you looked at them, Carlos Hyde, Matt Breida combined for over 150 rushing yards on him. So I think Kareem Hunt is a must. People may shy away from him. I think that'd be a mistake.
2: 100% agree, man. I mean, the, the workload concerns are really only in losses. Kareem Hunt has only nine carries and two of the Chiefs' three losses. But just as you talked talked about, the matchup is phenomenal Let's look at the records too. I mean, the, the Chiefs are six and three and the Giants are a putrid one and eight. Ben McAdoo is a joke. We know exactly who's gonna win this game, which means it's a favorable rushing game script, which means you're not going to have to worry about that those lack of carries in this game or Charkendrick West coming in to, you know, take those passing downs because there really aren't gonna be as many of those because Kareem Hunt's gonna be running the football. So absolutely love that play. All right,
0: Ben, who do you like at the running back position for your cash game foundations?
2: Yeah, I mean, this is obvious, but we have to talk about the New Orleans Saints. I mean, they're just absolutely crushing it. And we're we're talking about both Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. I mean, take your pick. And the Saints get to play at home again this week. Um, Washington is a pretty solid defense. Yeah, they're, they're not bad. Yeah, they're not bad. But I think at this point, We really have to look at the Saints running backs as being matchup proof. Mark Ingram is averaging 23.8 opportunities. That's carries plus targets per game over the past five weeks, which is just unreal. I mean, that's amazing on a Saints team with Drew Brees that is top five in in points scored this year. And you got Alvin Kamara, who's averaging 14.8 opportunities, which isn't as great, but he's still getting it done. He has 60 DraftKings points in his last two weeks. Total. I mean, that's just unheard of, and they're just going to continue to mash. I mean, I would expect the Saints to win this game, and Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara are huge reasons why – and, you know, that's the hit him high as we talk about all the time. The hit-em-low, I was tempted to – actually, tempted is a horrible word to use. I was considering talking about Doug Martin, but he is just way, way too boring. And, again, it's the price, 4500 <laughs> But I can't even do it. I did it like three weeks ago on the show. Cannot bring myself to do it. So instead of talking about him, I want to talk about Deion Lewis because – Something happened last week and it happened at the end of you know the day on Sunday because the Patriots didn't play until Sunday night, but it was a huge deal, and Mike Gillisley, my boy, Mike, your boy, was R. made P. inactive before yeah. the game. I will gladly take the L on this one though, because not only Deion Lewis, but we're gonna talk about somebody else in a minute. But what that does for Lewis is you know the concern we were looking at the usage and it was starting to you know continue to get up his snap count was rising his carries were rising but the concern was Mike Gillisley which is one of the reasons why I loved him early on was still even though he wasn't playing that much getting goal line carries and so you weren't sure okay Lewis might have 60 rushing yards which is great but if he doesn't have an opportunity to score that upside just isn't there um, I would 100% expect Mike Gillisley to be inactive again, and if he is, Dion Lewis is the running back, the 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 early down back for this team. Which sounds crazy because we know how much he used to be involved in the passing game, but that's just not the case anymore. That's James White, and that's you know the boy that we'll talk about in a little bit. <laughs> Dion Lewis is the you know the guy that's getting the carries, and so. Maybe not as much upside, but he's super solid playing on the Patriots in a game that we already touched on. We love it. The Raiders um, are ninth worst in run DVOA. They've given up the 12th most rushing yards per game. So a pretty solid matchup for him. He's got a decent chance of getting a rushing touchdown. And he's $4,200 on DraftKings, and he is $5,700 on FanDuel. So he's very cheap on top of all of that.
0: I love it, Ben. I thought that the boldest thing, the boldest take you had in those three running backs was your, your, your commitment to pounding Kamara instead of calling him Alvin Kamara as the rest of the world does.
2: Oh, man. I'm getting super bold already.
0: I'd, I'd I don't even actually know. I don't think about anyone those... really knows. I guess, <laughs> can we get a ruling on this? Yeah, what's, somebody. What's please tweet about at us.
1: those two backs is that over the last four weeks, like Ezekiel Elliott has the most fantasy points over the last four weeks, but Ingram and Kamara, two and three, they've combined for eight touchdowns. It's unbelievable what they're doing, and they're just going to continue to do it. I knew I had
2: it somewhere. Saints, third most points in the entire
0: league. What's also unbelievable is I'm over here trying to – make a joke about the pronunciation of a man's name and the, and the ultimate professional, Chris Meany says, enough of that nonsense. I'm going <laughs> to continue hitting you with the statistics. So let's keep hitting Love them it. with those stats. Chris Meany moving over to the wide receiver position. Cash game, who do you like?
1: There's a couple wide receivers here. They're not too pricey and they're just mid-range. And again, there's going to be a theme here with, with the Giants. I already threw it at Eli Manning, but Sterling Shepard is one of these Shepherd's guys for me.
0: Shepard's price is redonkulous. Yeah. It FanDuel's, makes zero sense.
1: It really does. And FanDuel, you know, $6,500 on FanDuel, which I think is a value And on DK, $6,300. He remains cheap. I don't understand it because over the past couple games, since he's returned from an injury, 22 targets, 16 grabs, over 100 yards in those two games. KC, I already mentioned their defense, it's not great. They've allowed the third most passing yards per game, the fifth most receiving yards per game. So Shepard, I think, is a very, very safe play. And I also think Marquise Lee is a safe play as well. It doesn't look like Alan Hearns is going to play in this football game. D.D. Westbrook, maybe he comes back, he gets some play. This guy wants about 200 yards in this game. It's not going to happen, D.D. Marquise Lee, 22 targets, 14 catches his last two games. He gets 39 targets in total over his last four games with just under 300 yards. He's found the end zone twice in his last two games, and the Browns worse against the pass according to football outsiders so I just don't think the targets are going to go anywhere there's some question marks at the running back position Cleveland's a hard team to run on so I think Lee is pretty safe
0: I'm honestly and this maybe this is considered bold and I guess a little conspiracy theorist but I'm fading Leonard Fournette this week I I talked about on uh, the fantasy footballers that Blake Bortles, I think he, I called him my start of the week, my one of my as a streamer, of course, because he's he's Blake Bortles. Uh, but I'm fading Leonard Fournette. This this whole situation of of missing all this time, then the quote, you know, wink wink, he missed a uh, he missed the game because of violation of, a of team photo team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, who knows? But then he comes back. Does not look like Leonard Fournette, is is super rusty, looks sluggish, and now, now he's all over the practice reports yet again with that ankle. Yeah. Mike, so I love that fade. And do you know
1: how much he – on FanDuel, he's $9,300. Yeah, get out of here. He's That's, the most expensive back by $600 over Todd Gurley. And it's the Browns,
2: you, you look at it on paper yeah, and you think, oh, they're this they're is good. a phenomenal matchup. But the Browns are have actually been very good against very good. the run this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good. so I, I'm fading Fournette, in which and I'm just speaking to your – your point about Marquise Lee, I think that the Jags are going to have to use Blake Bortles and Marquise Lee more than people think, and probably more than they really want to in this matchup. And of course, the defense for the Jags could just make this a, a non-factor if they right. end up with two DST scores. But still, I like the Marquise Lee call, Ben Cummins. Oh yeah, you have uh, you've got kind of a bold call in this uh, in these wide receiver cash. Picks. Do I? You do. You have a player who uh, he's near and dear to my heart, but he has been mediocre at best for fantasy purposes, but you are going to fire him up against Buffalo.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I love Keenan Allen this week. Uh, This is only the third time that he's been priced in the 5,000s on DraftKings all year. One of those, I believe, was week two where he finished with 22 points, and then the second one was last week against Jacksonville. So – and Again, now we get um, a, a matchup where we're able to correlate that cheap price with a pretty favorable matchup. The Bills' defense has allowed the 12th most passing yards per game, and I think it's more favorable than some probably do. On top of the fact that we're talking about cash, Keenan Allen's game correlates extremely well with cash, especially on DraftKings. And his price is 7100 on FanDuel, too, which is pretty nice there as well. And we're talking about a guy that has 80 targets, okay, that's top 10 in the league. He has 27 more than his next closest teammate. And obviously, we have to pay attention to Phillip Rivers because if he does miss this game with the concussion, then I'm completely out. But all signs point to him playing right now. And if Phillip Rivers is playing, Keenan Allen is his boy. There's been a couple of rough matchups in there. And this one does not scare me. The price is oh so nice. And I like Keenan Allen. And also, I mean, same price on DraftKings, and it's another it's one. Per, the same. This is this one's crazy.
0: People, ladies, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. yes. The, I don't know what is going on this this movement. It's it's happened for years now. This this uprising against Michael Crabtree, yes. who is a stud. He is yeah, a he very really is. good wide receiver. I get it. I get it. He seemed like a bust when he was playing for San Francisco but he is a monster and 5900 dollars on draftkings against the new england patriots pass defense. Yes, take it away, Mike. Is absolutely a ludicrous statement with Amari Cooper. He's he costs more than crap people. Stop <laughs> it with the Amari Cooper. Yes, he can go off once a year for 40 points. Fine. That I'll take the guy who's given me 15 to 20 points on a weekly basis yep. in Michael Crabtree. I love this pick. I hopefully did not steal your thunder. No, there, you're absolutely apologize. good. I
2: love it. I love it. You're firing me up. I mean, we want that reliability in cash, and just like you touched on, that's what Crabtree gives you in a game with an insane over-under. You know, the targets are there. He scores touchdowns. I just – I absolutely love it. And, again, you know – especially on DraftKings, you look at these prices and my head is just, I'm just scratching my head for both Keenan Allen and Michael Crabtree. You know, it's kind of a week where we want to pay up at some positions. We've already touched on Loving Tom Brady. You know, we're going to talk about some other guys here very soon. And, you know, you're kind of looking for some salary savings and there's other wide receivers that we love that are, are pretty expensive. But then you get guys that Crabtree and Keenan Allen and others that you should have to pay up more for, and you don't have to. And, and I just want to take advantage.
0: Absolutely. A guy that you have to play, pay up for, in my opinion, this particular weekend. In fact, a tight end. I, we're yep. making the transition to tight end. This is a guy who I would actually love to pay up to be in my flex and play two tight ends if Ooh. I have to do it. Chris Meaney. Tell the people about Travis Kelsey this weekend.
1: You know, it's a good call because in a half-point setting like where I think he has some value. Only DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Brown, and A.J. Green have more fantasy points than Kelsey this, this Boom. season. Boom! So he's basically like a wide receiver. And lucky for him, he gets the New York Giants this week, who again, allowed another touch. I could you believe it, Mike. <laughs> ten, I mean, we were all over in that. in a row. Yeah, ten straight. Ten wow. straight games. It, it was Tyler Higby a couple weeks ago who had one catch. It went for a touchdown. It was Garrick Selleck last week who was a terrific value. $2,500 on DraftKings. He found the end zone, had double-digit fantasy points. So, I mean, this would be the week, right, where Kelsey doesn't get one. Sometimes this happens in football, but I think he's a must in cash. I understand if you want to fade him in GPPs, perhaps, in tournaments because his ownership may be high, but it, it would just be silly at this point. I mean, Travis Kelsey, and every every tight end that's went against the Giants this year has just had uh, monster games. They found the end zone, so for Kelsey at this price point, I mean, i, I got to play him.
2: Kelsey's one of those guys where I wish I could just pay like 300 extra bucks to play him twice on the same lineup. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sir, he's. I think he's going to be a, a great, a great play this week. But if you want to uh, spend down a little bit, Ben, you have a name. You have an interesting name here. Talk us into Ben Watson.
2: Yeah, I mean Kelsey is is the nuts, but Ben Watson. If you really, you know, if you're looking to save a lot of salary, because I think that's what what you're going to do. I mean, if you if you're paying up at the position at all, I think you're just playing Kelsey, and he's locked into my cash lineup. But if you are trying to save some salary that why not save a lot? And on DraftKings especially, Ben Watson is twenty eight hundred dollars, which is another one that just it really makes no sense whatsoever. And then forty nine hundred on FanDuel, which you know is there's still a lot of savings there. And this is just, you know, Ben Watson has been pretty consistent, um, uh, whether you realize it or not. I know DraftKings specifically, you know, that's where my main articles are during the week, he scored over eight DraftKings points in seven of his past eight games. And then last week before their bye week, he saw 10 targets. And so we'll see if Danny Woodhead comes back and that could maybe take a little bit of volume away. But he has been a pretty consistent player in this offense. And Green Bay is not a defense that really scares you. And without Aaron Rodgers, you know Baltimore might even have the ball a little bit more, be able to do a little bit more. And so, I mean, you know, this isn't a play that you love, but we're talking about cash where you don't necessarily need the upside. And it's all about that price, especially on DraftKings. Playing him, you know, and, and if Watson does come through and get you about 10 points, that allows you so much flexibility to maybe even, like you said, Mike, throw Kelsey in the flex or go get some of those stud wide receivers, pay up for Tom Brady, et cetera, et cetera.
0: The, the one tight end I want to throw out here. Uh, that I think is a screaming deal similar to Ben Watson would be Tyler Croft, mm, nice. tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals. He gets to take on Denver. They just average oh, yeah. points from the tight end position. So I- I'm with you on Watson. But just for the people, in case maybe you're out on Watson, I think that Croft is a nice pivot, uh, roughly the same price as uh, as Ben Watson. Let's move it over. Let's give a couple DSTs here. Chris Meanie, who you got?
1: Well, the Chargers, I mean, with the news here that they're going go to go... Oh, you're picking May on Peterson. Peterman, huh? Yeah, I, I have to. I, I really do, and th- you, they're very You don't cheap. have to feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a professional NFL player. He can handle himself. Yeah, I mean, big fan of the show, so I wanted to be easy on him, right? <laughs> um, but the Bills, one of the worst offenses DMs going... DMs us all the time. Yeah. Peterman is one, one of the worst offenses going in football. He <laughs> DMs us all the time, yeah. It, it's just the sacks. The Chargers, 29 sacks. It's time for the sacks. Second most in the NFL. I mean, if you've watched the Buffalo Bills lately, they've been dominated. The line of scrimmage. They've given up the seventh most sacks. Tyrod Taylor has not had time, and for a rookie quarterback to go in on the road against the Chargers and Bosa and this this defense, I'm I'm sure he's going to make a few mistakes. So you're going to save some money on FanDuel at four thousand three hundred dollars, and you're definitely going to save some cash on DK at three grand.
0: Now, Ben, you have a matchup in here. I'm not sure if you put the right team down for your favorite DST, because we're talking about the Packers and the Baltimore Ravens, and, and the Ravens are an absolute killer DST. But you have the Packers written down. Is that correct? Is this accurate?
2: It is. I'm throwing it in there because, you know, it's cash again. maybe Obviously, they don't have extreme upside, but I like the price at $2,700 on DraftKings um, and 4500 on FanDuel, I, I believe is the bare minimum. Uh, uh, no, I don't yeah, think it is. is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very cheap there as well. And it's just that the Packers are playing against the Ravens who really don't have that many options on offense. Again, we'll see if Danny Woodhead comes back. But that's another reason why we're talking about guys like Ben Watson, because that's what the Ravens are relying on right now. So, um, no, I mean, definitely wouldn't play them in a tournament, and the Chargers, I think, are just the stone-cold lock. I think you just play the Chargers and don't look back. But if you aren't feeling that or you are a Nathan Peterman fan for whatever reason, I think the Packers are another (laughs) cheap option that you can consider because the Ravens just are not good on offense, really.
0: All right, we're going to move it over to the tournament section, those GPP picks. (laughs) You down with GPP? All right, Chris Meany. I already made you talk about uh, Eli Manning as a quarterback. You like You also like him in the tournament lineups. Do you have another tournament play? This is putting you on the spot again.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, You know, since Eli was you know, nuts and we like to get nuts here. We do like to get nuts yeah,
0: on occasion. Oh yeah.
1: Occasion. I have this weird feeling about Matt Ryan, but I'll go Jay Cutler here. Jay Cutler.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Smoking Jay. Jay, Smoking Jay. He's
1: throwing the ball 75 times in his last two games. This team still really can't run despite Drake, you know, getting that long touchdown around the other day. But, you know, he has five total touchdowns in those games, at least two and four straight, and this is mostly about the Bucs, uh, even though there is some weapons there in Miami. Landry's one of two wide receivers to have at least five catches in every single game this year. He's got five touchdowns in five straight games with Cutler as the quarterback. The one game more came in and he was kind of invisible. So uh, I, I like Cutler and his weapons in Tampa Bay. They've allowed the sixth most yards per game, the fourth most passing yards per game. They've given up a lot of fantasy points to quarterbacks and, you know, cut. Cutler's really, really cheap. I mean, sixty six hundred dollars on Fanduel, and if you're over there playing on DraftKings, and you can get that bonus, fifty four hundred dollars for Cutler, and he does have that potential to have that three hundred yard game for you.
2: In my tournament write up on Cutler, I wrote, "I hate myself for doing this," but, <laughs> and then I basically just wrote everything that you just said. Meaning,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: you you've got to uh, you got to make a run to the corner store and grab those marble reds <laughs> 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 if you're when you're going with Smoke and, Smoke Jay, and Cutty. Jay. All right, Ben, this. I, we're unbelievable at this point of an NFL season. We're where we at week 11. I mean, I've lost track of time. I'm in that NFL time warp of, of, of a, uh, just a haze. But Drew Brees is, yeah, man. is not lighting up teams the way that we're used to with Drew Brees where you're like, okay, well he's a lock for five K yards and 30 plus touchdowns. Right. But Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram are absolutely dominating. They're they're putting Drew Brees on a pace where he just doesn't have to throw. I believe it was twenty four straight times they rushed the ball. Twenty four, crazy. That's that's not just crazy. Wow. I mean, that's it's impossible. That I is know. impossible to do, but they did it anyways. But Drew Brees, you really like him as a tournament play this week.
2: Yeah, and I'm a little fearful of sounding like a broken record because I continue to wait for the Drew Brees mash game like like we're talking about, and it hasn't happened. But I'm still on it. Um, You know, some of the concerns first, the Saints pass to run ratio. I brought that up with the Raiders earlier in the show is 1.09. So they've been extremely balanced this year. That's seventh lowest, which just means they're running the ball more than most teams, as you just touched on, Mike. Um, and it's the defense that we've touched, talked about on this show multiple times. The Saints' defense is a lot better, and because of that, their record's a lot better. They're playing really good real-life football, and we're not getting those fantasy stats, um, and I'm sure Sean Payton and Drew Brees do not care. However, the Saints are at home this week, and because Drew Brees has not gone bananas— I think you're going to be able to get him at a low ownership percentage, which really intrigues me. Because if you look at what the Saints um, have played against recently, their last four quarterback matchups have been against Tyrod Taylor, Jameis Winston, who was hurt, Taylor's now benched, Mitchell Trubisky, and Brett Hundley. So these
0: okay, I like it. That's yeah, good.
2: Yeah. So the offenses going against them have not been lighting up the scoreboard, and it's allowed the Saints a little bit more to run the ball. Which, you know, we know is what they want to do. They've proven that. But I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case all the time in this game because we got our boy Kirk Cousins on the other side. Who, you know, I continue to say, yes, the Saints' defense is better, but I still think that they have some weaknesses. And I think Kirk Cousins can exploit those. And if he does, that could force Drew Brees to throw a little bit more. And even if the, you know, the Saints are a more balanced team for the majority of this season, I mean, they could be for, 14 of 16 games if we can get the master breeze game right now this week at home in a game that has an over under of 51 so it's kind of being overshadowed by patriots raiders but there should be and i expect there to be a lot of points scored in this game as well Breeze has that ability because he's still up there in passing yards. He just hasn't hit the touchdowns because they've been running so many touchdowns in lately. But if we get some of those touchdowns to kind of revert back to Breeze and, you know, this is a matchup where Case Keenum did just throw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns a week ago. And I believe that was on the road as well. Now Drew Breeze is at home where, you know, we know what he's been able to do in the past Again, at a low ownership percentage or at least lower than we usually get Drew Brees at home, I continue to be enticed by a blow-up game that I still think can happen.
0: Speaking of a matchup, we're going to move it over to the running back position. This man gets that delightful matchup against the Buffalo Bills, and this man, despite being uh, you know inefficient, he is still an absolute volume monster at the running back position, Chris Meaney. Talk about your man.
1: Yeah, Melvin Gordon, you already mentioned it. I mean, 24 times they ran on Buffalo. You can run on Buffalo. And, you know, it's kind of reminding me of last season. Remember two – there was three 200-yard rushers against the Bills towards the end of the season. Oajay did it twice in Bell. It's kind of lining up that way for the Bills again. And if you just look at what's happened over the past couple weeks, I mean, Kamara – Ingram, they each get over 100 yards. I mean, Trey Udman, I mean, he had 48 yards himself. <laughs> Forte and Powell combined for over 140 rushing yards the week before that. This Bills team, hasn't. they have had issues tackling lately. They've allowed the second most fantasy points to running backs. I mean, Austin Eckler had a pretty good game. I'm not buying into that. He, he fumbled late. Good, because I'm he, not either. Yeah, he fumbled late. I mean, in a deep, deep league and season-long leagues, I, I again, I, people are going to over... You know, draft this guy in tournaments this week, and I, I'm just not buying it. I think Gordon is the guy there, significantly out snapped Eckler in that game. So uh, that's where I'm going. And I know you like uh, hit him high and hit him low and I'll come at you with somebody who's really low, and you're going to have to get on the primetime slate or the full slate. Uh, it's Rod Smith, and what's going on here in Dallas with with Tyron Smith is is not expected to play in this yeah, game. Yeah, he's
0: going to be out again.
1: He's going to be out. This is a really tough matchup against the Eagles. I mean, they're not allowing a lot of yards on the ground, the, the best in, in football right now. But if you notice in that game, Alfred Morris did not run to the left at all. Every single one of his carries was to the right. Dak got sacked eight times. He dropped a couple balls. I'm worried about the Cowboys. I think the Eagles are going to have whatever they want against them. They're going to be able to score some points. And if you look at the final couple drives, Rod Smith, he got six targets. He was on the field. He was getting a lot of play. And I think they're going to have to play catch-up. And I think it's just he's built more for this offense, those quick dump-offs. So Rod Smith, he, he, you're talking about FanDuel, $5,200, and on DraftKings. I wanted to get him in there against you guys as well. But, uh, again, a, a, just another cheap play that you can get in there if you're, if you're playing multiple lineups. And I think he can rack up a few catches. is definitely going to return value for you.
0: Okay, Ben, I have given you time to recharge because you got it. that chi, that energy, your chakra, it needs to be prepared when you were going to talk about the GOAT, the, the new GOAT at the running back position. So, with, with, are you ready? Are you, are you centered?
2: I've never been more ready in my entire All life. All right, you are unleashed. Unleashed. I, I, I really can't remember the last time I felt this alive. Considering <laughs> just just the thought of playing Rex Goathead in, in oh, DFS this week. Here he is. Um I mean, first of all, the, the salary on <laughs> DraftKings is just ludicrous. Thirty six hundred dollars and FanDuel, fifty seven hundred, and that's not too bad. But on DraftKings, I mean that's where you just mash it and you just I mean almost a hundred percent exposure, I feel. I mean, thirty six hundred dollars in a game that's gonna have this many points that we already talked about, and Again, I'll take the L on Gillisley, but with Gillisley out and Burkhead coming back from injury, his snaps have increased in three straight games. He went from thirteen to twenty-seven to thirty-six. The thirty-six snaps last week led the running back position in New England. They were fifteen more than his next closest teammate. He was over fifteen over fifty percent. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's the Patriots' most complete running back. We have Deion Lewis, who's not getting targeted almost at all, and we have James White, who never runs the ball at all. But Burkhead had 10 carries last week, and he's had 10 targets in his last two games. And if this is a game where, you know, points are scored a lot on both sides of the ball, which we expect, this could be a game where Burkhead has double-digit carries again, and he could see seven, eight, nine targets. I mean— he, he didn't see that many last week because the Patriots didn't need to continue throwing him the ball once they got the lead against Denver, but we saw on the first drive, they lined him up, mismatch against a linebacker, he catches a touchdown. And on top of all of these things that are exciting, the game, the team he plays for, the role that he has right now, Chris Hogan's out. And the Patriots are not a one-to-one replacement team where it's like, oh, Hogan's out. Okay, well, let's just throw in Philip Dorsett and give him a bunch of volume or throw in Danny Amendola. No, they game plan for their best players. And right now, Brandon Cooks, uh, Rob Gronkowski, and then after that, I think you're going to see Burkhead be involved in mo- both aspects of the game. And again, I mean, he has seven or eight catch upside in this game, and that just has me salivating.
0: That is, yeah, and he's the GOAT. I mean, he's, he's Rex going. And he's the he's go. Going. Raiders he's dead go last
2: in pass DVOA, ninth worst in run DVOA. I mean, no matter what, where they decide to hit him with, Burkhead has a good matchup. He got a, he got a, you know, Gillisley was inactive, like we talked about. Burkhead did not score on it, but he got a inside-the-three-yard carry. So he also could steal a touchdown from Deion Lewis, which is why I prefer Burkhead over Lewis. Um, especially in tournaments, because I think that upside is there with the catches on top of the fact that he could still get a rushing touchdown as well.
0: Well, I can tell you this, uh, part of the ultimate DFS pass, uh, I'm, along with you know several articles from these fine gentlemen, these experts of DFS giving you far more picks than we can get to and cover on this podcast, uh, a value comparison chart that makes things very easy for you to break down. Uh, like Ben is talking about, when someone is like Burkhead, they are a great player on drafting. So maybe you want to focus your lineups with him over on DK instead of FanDuel. We also give you the buzz report with with data powered by fanshare. They go around social media. They look for players who are being talked about a lot. Kind of helps you project that ownership. And the Rex Goathead, the, the general public agrees, because right now he is the number one trending wow. running oh wow I price. didn't expect that to be it's the case the price I mean which the yeah everything is there for him so the ownership could be higher than you would want it to be that doesn't mean I'm going to shy away from him because I think that he's such a value and kind of yeah that, that uh, price makes that free it harder square, to fade as they would say let's move it over to the wide receiver position Chris Many. who are you going with
1: uh, I'm going to spend up for Mike Evans in a tournament. I think people will be off of him because it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. But again, it's the dolphins. It's back to the dolphins. I, I know Tampa hasn't had a bye week and they're not going to get one. And it's the same as Miami Just watching this team. They look checked out on defense. Their tackling has been brutal. They're the second worst past DVOA defense in the league. Evans already caught a touchdown earlier in the year with Fitzpatrick. So I don't, mind that Fitzpatrick is the quarterback and who knows I mean this offense may even be better with Ryan Fitzpatrick than Jameis Winston they're very similar in terms of they don't mind throwing it up and just Force feeding it to their best weapon. We saw that last week when Evans wasn't there. It was Deshaun Jackson, a lot of Deshaun Jackson. So I think Evans fresh off the suspension in this matchup. I like him and, and another low guy. And this is crazy, too. Uh, it, it is, is crazy. It is, it is. It's a bit much here. Uh, Don Inman. Lindman. Don Lindman, $4,900. One, on game, t- and
0: <laughs> one game and Chris Meaney's all in.
1: One game and I'm all in. Now, I don't suggest this in cash. We're talking tournaments here. But if you're looking for just that cheap, cheap play, and I love Rex Burkhead, but if you're looking for a cheap, play maybe at the wide receiver position $3,200 on DraftKings. There's nobody around in Chicago. Maybe we were making jokes about Trubisky and only throwing to running backs and you know the one tight end and he just doesn't have a lot of options there. So last week eight targets six catches 88 yards. Inman's been in this situation before where he's been the only guy around. It's happened before with him with the Chargers. So teams are starting to stack the box on Jordan Howard. Howard hasn't been as productive in two of the last three games. He just hasn't been there and Trubisky's throwing the ball a little bit more. So if Detroit does get up in the this game Trubisky going to have no choice but to throw the ball and his only option is to throw to John Charles Inman if he catches five balls he returns value for you all
0: right Ben who are you playing at the wide receiver
2: position I love Brandon Cooks this week and um you know he's a tournament player and he's a tournament player in large part kind of what I talked about earlier because we know the Patriots don't really care Um, what you know they're going to change up what they do basically on a week-to-week basis so that makes Brandon Cooks not really an integral part of the Patriots offense on a week-to-week basis you know last week we saw the Patriots attacking the Broncos with mismatches a lot tight ends and running backs split out wide Uh, even the fullback Devlin that only only Belichick can continually line his fullback out wide and he makes catches I just blows my mind but that's what we see but um, in this game Against the Raiders, the matchup to pick apart, I think, is just allowing Brandon Cooks to go off. Last week with Hogan out, talked about that with Burkhead. I think that ups Burkhead's value, but I also think it helps Brandon Cooks, especially in this game. Last week, Cooks 11 targets, a 29.73% team target share, and he didn't have a blow-up game, but he was playing against the Denver Broncos. If he sees double-digit targets again, which I absolutely think is in play, again, no Hogan. There's really not a second wide receiver there that you know even challenges Cooks. Obviously, Gronk does, but... This could be that week, and Cooks has that upside. He's that type of player. I think it's that type of game. The matchup is there. We know the points are going to be there. Again, Raiders dead last in past DVOA. They've given up a ton of passing yards, uh, the 11th most. Um, he's he's just a tournament, pl- a tournament player, and you know I, I would be interested to hear what Fanshare thinks because I think that there probably are other people on it, but I don't see his ownership percentage being – insane levels where you have to fade because again he's
0: not in the top 10 oh wow
2: wow well then 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 mash just mash it in tournaments because I think the upside is there and I didn't you don't know about the ownership I was kind of questionable on him because I think I love the matchup but he is an up and down player because of what we talked about so if this is an up week and you can get it at you know, somewhat low ownership percentage, he's not even in the top 10 in the, what they're tracking, then he's my favorite tournament play at the wide receiver position, no doubt about it.
0: All right, let's move it over to the tight end position. Chris Meaney, who do you got for your GPP tight end?
1: Jared Cook has surprisingly been pretty good this year. Yeah. Jared Cook,
0: Here's the, the surprising thing about Jared Cook is he has shown up more than once, which is, that's yeah. not his M.O. Jared, <laughs> Cook, Jared Cook is the week one wonder who makes everyone blow 20% of their fab so, so they can pick him up in their season-long league because he has a monster week one, and then he vanishes.
2: Until the playoffs last year with Green Bay. Right.
1: right. Yeah, I mean, that was remarkable but 21 targets 18 catches 290 yards in his last three games he's hit over it's not bad. of those three it's not bad at $5,600 on FanDuel and on DraftKings I think he's a real nice value at $4,800 if you don't want to spend up for an Ingram or a Kelsey it's just a crazy amount of yards and targets it's a really good matchup it's going to save you a few bucks this week
0: all right Ben you're you're going all the way to the top
2: yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought there was yes. something else coming. Um, no, yes. No, nothing else. Okay. Yeah. It's Rob Gronkowski and um, obviously usually he's not going to be a tournament play for the most part because if somebody's paying up, it's usually going to be Gronk. Uh, but that's not the case this week because Travis Kelsey will be higher owned than Gronk. It makes a lot of sense for Kel- Kelsey to be higher owned, but that's why, I mean, Kelsey's a lock in cash, but I don't, I really don't think that you should make tournament lineups with Kelsey at all. If you want to win money in DFS with Kelsey, play cash because his ownership percentage is going to be so high. So really it's just, okay, so you mean I can get Rob Gronkowski as kind of a contrarian play because the people that are paying up, the majority of them are going to have Kelsey and we've already um, lambasted about how much this, uh this Patriots Raiders game is going to be phenomenal from a fantasy perspective. If Hogan's out, that helps Gronk too. So, I mean, you mean to tell me I can get Gronk at a, a pretty low ownership percentage Compared to Kelsey in a game that's going to be amazing, sign me up.
1: I love
0: it. I love it. All right, we're going to move over to our favorite stack of the week. Stack attack. I'm going to kick it off because uh, you you heard the fire, that you heard the passion come from deep within me when people continue to disrespect Michael Crabtree. Derek Carr, Michael Crabtree. I love. That stack this week, Crabtree, only 11.8% of your budget on DraftKings and Derek Carr, 12.8. I love that. I don't think you're breaking the bank for some very, very high upside, very high touchdown upside at that, not just yardage. So I think that's a fantastic stack to go with Chris Meany, who you got?
1: Yeah, this one's a little bit different. (laughs) I'll admit that. Uh, Going down the Giants road here, I just think KC's going to be able to score a lot of points. And I I talked earlier about Eli Manning. Eli Manning, Sterling Shepard, and Evan Ingram. Ingram has been consistent. Four straight games with a touchdown, at least seven targets, at least four catches in all of them, 60-plus yards in three of the four. And for Sterling Shepard, I mentioned earlier his numbers. And just talking about the Chiefs for a second, guys, they've allowed the third most yards per game, the fifth most passing yards per game. They're allowing the fifth most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks and like I said they're going to score in this game and they have the worst rush DVOA defense in the league and Darkwa has been pretty good as well and I mean maybe I'll even play Darkwa in the lineup Uh, so I don't mind the Giants this week
0: all right, Ben. I think we know who your favorite stack of the week <laughs> is going to consist of. But let's just make it official.
2: Yeah, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. My yes. chips are all the way in the middle of the table, as they should be in tournaments. And obviously, when we talk about stacks, I think about trying to increase upside, and I think about tournaments. So let's go all the way, all the way in. Tom Brady, Rex Burkhead, Brandon Cooks, and Rob Gronkowski Whoop. just just attack the Patriots' offense. If they put up a forty or fifty burger. I have no doubt that all three of these players will, all of these, you know, pass catchers from Brady and Burkhead, as we talked about, can run the ball. They will pay off, and I think Brady is the clear cut number one quarterback choice this week. All right.
0: We're going to get into that tournament, that battle royal that we have every single week. I want to make sure that. My my esteemed colleagues have their pathetic and weak lineups ready to read off. Are you guys ready?
2: Yeah. I, I'm not because I don't have a pathetic
0: or weak lineup, but I have a lineup that I like. Ben wins that contest. Chris Meany loses for just accepting hey. that I call him a loser. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. DFS Battle Royale. Did I, did I catch a, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Meaney, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, what? That's, that's, I did say that. Why are you so Canadian, man? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I'm not faced ever.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. that's that's an outlook on life that I wish that uh, I could enjoy as well. Embracing me being a loser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris Mean let's hear that lineup. I'm sure that it's mediocre at best.
1: Yeah, you know what? It, I changed it a couple times, and I'm not going to lie. Like Originally, it was a very loser-ish lineup. It really That's right. Was, Admit uh, defeat I, <laughs> I, I've switched it up a little bit, and you guys are in for some trouble. Derek Carr is my quarterback, $6,400. Kareem Hunt, of course, my running back. I'm buying into Rex Burkhead, too. I don't care if his ownership is going to be at 80%. It's okay to play chalk sometimes. And at this price, why not? Sterling Shepard, wide receiver position. Uh, Landry, I mentioned earlier, just one of two wide outs at least five grabs in every single game feeling the other guy Marquise lee in there as well 5500 bucks i'm going cook as my tight end pairing up with the car and i'm also pairing up crabtree with car on my flex and my nice the chargers
2: Ooh, all right ben yeah i mean i feel like you you know you've made fun of me so much on the show i've just gotten better with um you know the comebacks. So at least I'm trying. But uh, anyway, then
0: it's not making fun of someone when I'm just
2: stating stating the facts. facts. <laughs> stating the facts. Oh yeah, you know, you yeah, know, I understand. Me and Jalen Ramsey are just stating facts. Oh no! Oh no! I'm I am AJ Green, aren't I? <laughs> you uh, are I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Tom Brady. I'm going to Tom Brady, number one quarterback. We paying up. I, I, okay. Yes, I got to go. Kareem Hunt. Uh, just like he did. And I really went into this lineup not even trying to play Rex Burkhead just because I know he's going to be on all my tournament teams, but this kind of more of a cast lineup. I really, like it wasn't my main focus, but he's in there at RB two because it makes so much sense. Uh, because I'm paying up for Brady and I'm paying up for Travis Kelsey as well. So, this is a guy, Rex Burkhead, that kind of gives me some salary relief. I'm going Keenan Allen. I'm going Michael Crabtree. I'm going Chargers defense. And the two guys that we haven't talked or that I haven't talked about yet, um, because I like their prices as well on DraftKings, I'm playing Jeremy Macklin and Ooh. I'm playing Jamison Crowder at 4300 bucks. Oh, I love okay.
0: Crowder. I'm a big fan All of All right. Man, the, w- the similarities flow. Once again, and ladies and gentlemen, we make these lineups completely independent of each other. Correct. So clearly we like these plays. If we all come to the same conclusion, my running backs, I got to save my quarterback for a little bit, but my running backs, I got Kareem hunt and I saved some cash elsewhere. So you know who else I got? Melvin Gordon. Ooh, I love that. I'm yeah. going to take that volume. I got Shepard and Crabtree and as well. And I also paid up for Travis Kelsey. Here are my value plays of the week. My third wide receiver, Bruce Ellington uh, yes. I am absolutely buying into Patrick Peterson makes it a tough day for DeAndre Hopkins I would fade him uh, this week if possible three
1: thousand yeah oh.
0: yeah so Bruce Ellington three thousand dollars in DraftKings very cheap Will Fuller is out uh, Bill O'Brien has already said we need to get Bruce Ellington more involved yeah my flex I'm going with Alex Collins who uh, Ooh. I, with the Baltimore green Bay game uh, it's Harbaugh has said that Alex Collins will remain the primary running back. I expect Baltimore. I'm calling with the game script that that green Bay cannot keep up or they really can't do anything against the Baltimore Ravens on offense. So I think that Alex Collins could be in for some clock killing work. The Bengals are my DST against the Brock Osweiler experience and coming in at quarterback fellas. I had to save money somewhere. <laughs> the blonde bombshell blaine gabbert <laughs> taking on <laughs> taking on the houston he's doing it the houston texans and the only reason i have faith in blaine gabbert is uh, uh, even though the home road splits are not in favor of larry fitzgerald hall of famer future hall of famer which if you didn't hear apparently he has signed an extension so we may get one more year of larry it's very Fitz. surprising i love it bro.
2: breaking uh, news on the a- dfs
0: podcast <laughs> yeah but Blaine Gabbert makes plays with his legs at least he did the last couple of years when he was in San Francisco. So I'm going to I'm going to punt that quarterback cuz he's only $4900. I'm going to punt hoping that he gets me 202 and maybe some rushing <laughs> yards in the process. But there it is, ladies and gentlemen. You make the call on on uh, how much I'm going to win by this weekend. I hope that you have a an excellent weekend. I hope you get those lineups Get them tight, get them right, win some money over this weekend. For my co-host, Ben Commons, Chris Meany, I am Mike, the fantasy hitman, right? Thank you for joining the Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast. We will see you next Friday. Good luck.